the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Situation Report. This is the show where we give you the information you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. And we're going to discuss today an issue where our culture is changing so quickly. Uh, it's hard to keep track of what's happening. And as a parent, I'll tell you, it is difficult to understand how to communicate truth to our kids who are growing up in this culture. Uh, we'll jump into that. My name is Jeremy Stalnecker. I'm here with Chad Robichaux. And uh, Chad, today we're going to talk about sex, love, and relationships. And this is, um, man, it, it's something that is so confusing because culture's idea of each one of these areas or these areas collectively is so different. It's so opposed to what we as Christians who would hold to a biblical worldview uh, would want for ourselves or in our own lives and certainly for our kids. And yet there are very specific ideas, uh, ideals, and agendas being pushed forward by culture. And so navigating this has been a, uh, become a real, real challenge. Yeah, well, I think one thing to start off with that everyone has to realize if you're like, our age, you know, you and I are in our 40s, is uh, this has always been a confusing topic. It's sure. always been, I mean, the world has always like portrayed sex in a certain way, the way it wasn't intended. Uh, so we may think that our kids are dealing with the same things that we deal with, but that's not the case. Right. There's been an exponent, exponential increase uh, in the, the uh, intentional, very intentional misguiding of our young, uh, our youth and what sex is, what it's not, uh, what love is. Uh, and, and I think it really uh, boils down to a lot of individualism. I, I need to be happy. I need to be able to express myself and what makes me happy. Yeah. I don't need to be subscribed to any set of rules or guide it. And, and uh, it's become just increasingly dangerous. And, and what's most scary to me is that it's been at such an exponential rate. Right. And uh, man, it, it, is a, it is a scary time right now. We, we need to be able to uh, put some clarity in this for for ourselves and for our, our children. It's uh, what, what's crazy is how so many of these issues have been normalized uh, because you're right. This has always been a confusing topic. I think we could go back to Adam and Eve. I'm sure they were, you know, struggling with some of these things, uh, sex, love, and relationships. We've seen this throughout history. It, it's always been difficult, but what has changed? And again, you're right. So quickly is the acceptance of behaviors and ideas and ideologies that at one time we would have said, those are fringe ideas. Those are fringe things that happen. That's not normal. Um, and then we would say in the context of the church as Christians, um, well, the Christian church or the Christian community holds to this, believes this, that's outside of what we believe. And now that's not the case, even within the context of the church. So many of these these ideologies and this misunderstanding around these topics uh, exists and is seen as normal and okay. And so when you look at your kids and try to explain to them how this is supposed to operate and how we're supposed to think about these very important issues, um, we are swimming definitely upstream against uh, uh, so many areas. Everywhere but us, they're probably hearing a different message, and that makes it very confusing. It's where faith, I mean, faith is... In, in culture is, is so foundational. I mean, aside from 
having a relationship with God, being in a relationship with your creator. Aside from that, the principles of, of faith in a culture uh, brings bring a, a groundedness right. that without the, without people living uh, in biblical lives, uh, they just go astray. I mean, right. it, it really comes down to what makes me happy, what makes you happy. And uh, if, if that doesn't make you happy, then then you're certainly being depressed and you should be able to express yourself mm. if you're so happy. Always to the point to where we're seeing people accepting people and justifying people because they have sexual desires uh, targeted towards children. And we're even seeing uh, in, in public schools where people are saying uh, pedophilia is a, is a sexual preference. Uh, and I mean, this is, it's really gotten confusing. It's got out of control. And, uh, you know, I think when you, when you come down to being able to give people rules and guidelines of what it looks like and, and, and frame it in a way that people can actually live healthy lives, that's why, uh, you know, the foundation of the faith is so important to yeah. culture. Yeah, and having a biblical perspective, I think understanding what it means to have a biblical perspective, what, it, what is that even about when we talk about having a biblical worldview, what does that mean? And uh, these issues are uh, definitely confusing, difficult to broach and understand. And thankfully, there are a lot of people doing great work on this particular topic. And our guest today is one of those people. In fact, um, when we started talking about this topic and trying to address this topic, uh, this is the guy that came to mind because I've seen so much of his content and, and follow him um, doing such a great job of providing clarity right here. And I'm thankful for it. Uh, our guest today is Sean McDowell, who has recently written a new book on sex, love, and relationships in a confused culture. And I uh, really appreciate him being with us today. He is an author, a speaker, a Biola apologetics professor, and uh, in his ministry and in his work, he works specifically to equip the church and young people to make the case for Christian faith. And as I mentioned, his most recent book is entitled Chasing Love, Sex, Love, and Relationships in a Confused Culture. Sean, thank you for taking a few minutes to uh, join us today. Really appreciate it. Honored to be with you guys. You bet. We're going to uh, jump into this topic um, but before we do, for those that may not understand the concept even of a biblical worldview, if you can just give us a, an understanding, an idea of why a biblical worldview is important before we even try to understand some of these more complex issues. Well, a worldview, most simply put, is a view of the world. It's a perspective of reality. Everybody has one, whether they realize it or not. We all have a lens, so to speak, through which we look at human value how we spend our time, whether there's life after death, uh, right and wrong, ethical right. issues. And so as Christians, we believe God has revealed himself through the person of Jesus and through the scriptures. So in order that we can be obedient, in order that we can have the power of living within reality, it's important that we see the world Christianly. So studies mm. show that people who see the world as Jesus did are more likely to live as Jesus right. did. So this is why Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world passively, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I wanted to take a minute to let our audience know about the work that we do through an incredible veterans nonprofit called the Mighty Oaks Foundation. Many of our nation's warriors struggle with the hardships of military service and reintegration back into civilian life. Often they leave broken homes in their aftermath and comprise one of the most at-risk groups for suicide. 
with over 20 veterans who take their lives every single day. Mighty Oaks tackles this critical issue with our faith-based peer-to-peer resiliency and recovery programs offered at no cost to our honored servicemen and women at beautiful ranches across the United States. Mighty Oaks has one of the highest success rates of any program available anywhere. Visit MightyOaksPrograms.org to learn more about how you can make a direct impact in the lives of our servicemen and women to help them find a new life purpose through hope in Christ. Again, that's MightyOaksPrograms.org. Witnessing the transformation that these men and women go through is absolutely incredible. There are no words to describe seeing warriors restored to the lives they were created to live, changing their legacies for eternity. Your support is needed now more than ever and will ensure that our programs are here for our warriors who are in desperate need. Again, the website is MightyOaksPrograms.org. Sean, as as we kind of open up this discussion, can you describe the difference between the secular world's idea of what love is or or chasing love and what's the bible describes yeah in our secular world i think sometimes they get love right it's important to point this out so recall jesus said greater love have no man this that a man lay down his life for a friend jesus said husbands love your wives as christ loved the church and he sacrificed himself for her well what's interesting is in the recent Marvel films over 10 Mm. years that climaxed in Infinity War and Endgame. The hero of this, of course, is Iron Man, who sacrificially lays down his life as the real hero, arguably in an act of love. Mm. Well, when our culture's trying to tell a story, it can't help but tell the story in, in kind of an indirect way of what we see really taking place in the person of Jesus. So I think written on our hearts is an understanding of what love is but in our culture today this has kind of been twisted where now love involves affirming however somebody views themselves whatever they decide for themselves however anybody feels about themselves Mm -hmm. to be loving is to support that person's viewpoint and to be non-loving is to not support it well as christians We think love is not just supporting how somebody views themselves, but real love is when you act in a way that is for the person's best emotionally, spiritually, relationally, and physically, whether that person accepts and adopts it or not. So bottom line, sometimes our culture gets it right. Many times our culture gets it wrong. Uh, my uh, 11-year-old son has been trying to convince me for years that uh, the Marvel Universe actually is like going to church. If we're watching one of those movies, it's the same thing. So <laughs> he would really, really appreciate your uh, analogy there. Uh, I, I grew up, Sean, in a very conservative Christian home and uh, in a conservative Christian community. You, you just We were talking about this briefly. You just did a, an interview with... Uh, uh, someone who grew up in a community probably not unlike the one I did and went through what I guess they call a deconversion process and is now an atheist. And uh, I listened to that with great interest because that's where I came from and I would say that's where my kids are living. So trying to understand things in that context. Uh, but specifically to this topic, when you talk about uh, not love and relationships specifically, but but certainly sex and relationships, there's kind of two ways to view these. There's either evil that's outside of marriage. Uh, you, you get involved in any of these things outside of marriage. That's the worst thing you can do. Or 
in the context of marriage, it's nirvana, right? I mean, it's the most amazing thing that anyone could ever experience. And I think both of those extremes create a lot of confusion for particularly Christian young people who are trying to navigate what culture tells us and what we see, and then their experience maybe on either one of those extremes. Uh, can you give a biblical perspective? Because I think this is so important, even for Christian people, on on what the intent for sex and the intent for relationships really is. From a biblical place, as God created us, what's the intent for these things? Well, let me first off say, I think you framed this well. We make a mistake when we say sex is everything. It's in our songs. It's in. It's on yep. TikTok. It's yep. on Netflix. <laughs> right. Our culture is saturated with this. And Christians sometimes buy the idea that sex means everything. Well, yeah. Jesus lived a fulfilled life relationally, and he was single. Paul right. was single. They have a lot to say about this. On the flip side, we make a mistake when we say sex is nothing, because the Me Too movement shows that that's a lie, because there's something powerful about sex abuse involving somebody taking something from another they don't have a right to do, to give and take. Now, Biblically speaking, sex is meant for marriage between a man and a woman who become one flesh for one lifetime. Right, right. That's the biblical pattern for sex. And of course, I think there's three purposes for sex. Number one is obviously to make babies, Genesis 1, 27 and 28. Yeah. Genesis 2, 24, unity, the two shall become one. But three, I also think God designed sex to foreshadow heaven. Now, what I mean by this is not in kind of a radical Muslim kind of view where hmm. you die in a jihad, you get 70 virgins in heaven. That's not what I mean. Yeah. What I mean is when human beings sin, there's shame and we hide. Well, sex is described in the Old Testament as a way of knowing somebody. Adam knew his wife, right. Eve, and you uncover yourself. It's meant to be a way where you love somebody despite their imperfections. You are loved back and there's an intimacy and a closeness hmm. but our culture has just yeah. twisted that and they've confused sex with intimacy the reality is you can have sex without being intimate and you can be intimate without having sex Another great conversation, but before we continue, I wanted to introduce you to one of our sponsors. Great to have them on board with us. This is the MuttVet family. MuttVet, they are the very first crypto token for veterans by veterans. Uh, Mutt, M-U-T-T, that is the Marines United Tufel token. If you're not familiar with Tufel, it's Tufel Hunden. That is the devil dogs. It goes all the way back to World War One. Marines understand that if you're a Marine listening, you get it. And this is a token for veterans by veterans. If you've not yet looked at blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, you need to. If you listen to this show, we've had conversations about this in the past. This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, nor would I encourage you to do something just because I tell you to. <laughs> but if you haven't looked at it, uh, certainly this is a conversation taking place globally, and you need to take a look. And this is a good place to focus. If you are interested, uh, I would certainly encourage you to go and check out MuttVet. For those that own this and participate, the MuttVet family may occasionally reward its holders with airdrops, new holder referral bonuses, as well as donation incentives. Uh, there are so many places that you can get involved in cryptocurrency, and I would encourage you to take a look at MuttVet, www.muttvet.com. Yeah, great. 
that's kind of really leads into my leads well into my next question, which is you know, the world's idea of, of love and relationships. Uh, why does it lack fulfillment that culture promises? I mean, it, you know, obviously they put, like you said, on TikTok and every billboard and, you know, we see it out there. It has this false promise. Why does the world worldly idea of love and relationships lack uh, what they're looking for? Because it's not rooted in reality. Yeah. We are living in God's reality. Even people who don't believe in God are still made in God's image. Love is a real thing. We have been made for a certain kind of relationship. And it's when we live out these relationships that there's a natural fulfillment that we experience mm -hmm. living within God's design. That's why. Now, our secular worldview, like I said earlier, gets some things right. So I'm not saying every person who's secular has a bad marriage. That, that is not my point at all. Mm. But I'm saying when it gets down to it, God is the one who made the world. God is the one who made us. So when we understand our design and we embrace his plan for how we're supposed to live, there's a natural fulfillment that comes from embracing God's design. Some people would accidentally do it right. <laughs> <laughs> we all do to some degree or another. <laughs> um, your, uh, your book uh, deals with so many issues around this topic, and, and it says right in the title, or you've said right in the title, that it's for a, a confused culture. Um, so maybe two parts. Can you talk about your book, what it was that motivated you to write this? Um, on your social media platform, you have a lot of conversations, uh, shorter conversations, uh, about many of these topics, and I would encourage folks to follow you. Um, I specifically follow you on Instagram and love your videos there. Um, but can you talk about why you wrote the book, some of the things you, you cover in the book, why that's important, and then address maybe even why culture is so confused or you know <laughs> get, gets this so wrong so often? Yeah, sure. Well, probably the biggest reason I wrote it is Scotty, Shauna, and Shane, mm. my three kids. Yeah. Uh, my dad in the 80s, really in the early 90s, did what was called the Why Wait, which was one of the first sexual purity campaigns in the church. Hmm. I grew up hearing this message. So when this opportunity came with Lifeway and Brahman Holman to produce this, I thought, you know what? Here's a chance for me to give to another generation in the way very important ideas were given to me and in particular my own kids. So I broke up the book into three parts. The first third of the book is really stripping away faulty secular ideas that our kids have imbibed. And I'll tell you guys, I think our kids in our best homeschools, our best churches, our best Christian schools have imbibed far more secular ideas about Agreed. identity, yeah. freedom, love than we even realize. Yeah. So I got to spend a third of the book walking through, here's what biblical love is. Here's how identity is rooted. Here's yeah. what truth is in the nature of freedom. And then of course I define freedom as living in accordance with God's design for our life. The middle third of the book, it says, okay, what is God's design for sex, for singleness, and marriage? And I walk through the design for each of those, respond to three right. common myths about those. And then the last third of the book is where I walk through some of the, what you might call thorny issues today, like pornography, uh, divorce, cohabitation, the LGBTQ conversation, sex abuse, etc. Yeah. Once people understand faulty secular ideas, God's design, then we can make sense of those tougher issues. And frankly, when it's all said and done, I think our culture is confused about this because our culture has a different worldview and approach to reality. 
either we have a man or human-centered approach or we have a God-centered approach. You can't have both. And if we begin with what humans think is right, if we begin with what humans decide, you're going to result in a very, you're going to come up with a very different result sure. than if we begin with what scripture teaches about God's character and the purposes for his design for us and his commands. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Sean, there's a lot more we could talk about here. Um, you're on the road, and I appreciate you giving us some time to talk about uh, even what we have. Hopefully we can have you back and, and maybe jump in a little bit deeper. But where can people find the book? Where can people follow you? Uh, your YouTube channel's blowing up. It's awesome. Um, again, your social media is great. But where are some places you want to point people to? Probably the simplest place is just seanmcdowell.org. And that's where I have a link to the YouTube channel, which you're right, it's blown up. I'm really just honored by people around the mm. world, I think are hungry for substantive conversations yeah, about real issues. So there's a link to the YouTube channel. I have a weekly blog that I do. We actually have a podcast that I co-host out of Viola. That's linked there. Um, all the resources and the books are there. And then at the bottom, it links to my Instagram yeah. Twitter and believe it or not, I'm even on TikTok because wow. that's a tool to reach this generation. Do you dance or is it more? Uh... <laughs> you know, I've done a couple fun <laughs> ones with my kids. Probably every week or two, I just do a goofy fun one. But yeah. really, they're just quick answers to tough questions awesome. that kids are asking me. Yeah, very cool, Sean. Really appreciate it, and uh, man, Thanks safe so much. safe travels, and uh, hopefully, we'll talk again. Thanks for having me, guys. Keep up the good work. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye. Great conversation with Sean McDowell. Really appreciate his time with us. And uh, I highly recommend his content. Uh, you can find it on social media, on his YouTube channel. He mentioned his website. Um, I don't do that often because a lot of content is meant, <laughs> intended to build a platform for the person who's producing the content. Uh, Sean does such a great job of providing value every time you go and check out a video that he's produced or something that he's written. Uh, highly recommend it. Go check it out. Uh, a lot of great things said on this episode, but I want to boil down just a few key thoughts for you in today's Situation Report. First of all, this is a very confusing area, a very difficult one for us to navigate because culture is pushing us in a direction that we were never intended to go by God. And when we look at a biblical worldview, understanding these issues biblically, culture in many ways is opposed to that. And so there is confusion. We understand that. And the way, number two, to get back to a place of clarity is to go back to a biblical worldview. What does the Bible have to say about these issues? Uh, what was the intent as given to us by God? We find that in Scripture. And if we want to cut through the confusion, we will find clarity only when we are committed to doing what God has outlined for us to do. There may be confusion, but there certainly can be clarity. And uh, we're thankful that the Bible provides that for us. And then finally today, uh, we understand that fulfillment in love and relationships and real in any other area of life. Fulfillment only comes when we are operating within our created purpose. This is no different. There is confusion because of culture's opposition to what the Bible says. Uh, there can be clarity when we come back to what the Bible says, God's intent, and there is also fulfillment in the context of living life and understanding even these most important issues from that perspective. So many other great things that were said today, but that is our situation report. Again, thank you for watching and listening. If this was a help to you, and I trust that it was, why don't you share it out with someone? Get this to someone else that may be struggling with these issues or dealing with them. I'm sure 
something was said that can be a help. Appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. We will talk to you next time. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.